The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Untamed and Unashamed podcast. This is a place where together we can navigate through life's ups and downs with all of the vulnerability, compassion, and openness that we can muster. Along with the help of guests from all walks of life, we'll discover new truths while doing some unlearning, and we'll gain valuable tools for becoming who we already are, while also uncovering our divine gifts. I'm Jade Bryce, and I'm so happy that you're here. So I've done a couple of solo casts on this podcast about my medicine journeys, my plant medicine experiences. At ceremony, and I believe this is my third one. This is, uh, this was ayahuasca on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And I've always felt like medicine ceremonies can be really, really potent when done on things like birthdays or um, on eclipses or solstices or on things like, you know, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And you know, it's pretty typical to feel like this is like my third or fourth one doing it on, on this specific date. And it's, you know, pretty typical to feel like, well, New Year's Eve, let's clear the muck from the year. New Year's Day, let's set the tone for the next year. And so, yeah, I was, you know, I, I was doing that, but I also had the intention to really just raise, I wanted to raise my energetic field Um, on a quantum level. I wanted to step into more quantum success. You know, 2021 was rough for a lot of us. Uh, I, it felt like the entire year felt like I'd been stripped. You know, I had the esophagus tear with surgery early in the year. You know, a month later, we found out the house had mold, made my partner extremely sick. And I had to watch um, what that did to him all year. We also lived apart all year, had to get rid of everything, all of my beloved books. Uh, My previous podcast ended, Uh, two very long-term friendships ended. Uh, There was a lot, a lot that, that fell away in 2021. And it just was not the easiest year, but there was still so much beauty in it. So I was curious how this night was going to go with clearing the muck, you know, and I had never done medicine on New Year's Eve in the suburbs. It had always been on uh, like on a ranch 
And so because we were in the suburbs, there was quite a bit of chaotic energy. There was a lot of fireworks. So that was pretty rough, um, feeling, absorbing all that energy while on medicine. And also, you know, the last couple of ceremonies I've had, they weren't visual. Uh, medicine, medicine, ayahuasca can be extremely visual. It wasn't visual. It was all physical and energetic. And on this particular night, I was having a lot of really, really excruciating pain in my heart space. Uh, so much so that I wasn't sure if my heart could sustain it. I, I didn't know, like, fuck, can my heart handle this? Like, this is really, really bad. And I don't know if my heart is strong enough for this. Like, it, that's the pain was insane. I also, you know, there was a female and a male shaman. And every time the male shaman would, like, speak or sing... I would feel a lot of resistance towards him, towards the masculine. And, uh, you know, what was coming up was just that I felt really unmet by the masculine and really lonely when it came to the masculine. And I just wanted to be with a woman. I just always on medicine, I feel a lot of reverence and, and awe towards women. And, uh, I just, I wanted, I wanted a woman to hold space for me in this pain. And, uh, so when the shamans made themselves available for healings, I went up to her and she just, she removed a lot of grief from my heart. And again, I was so in awe of women and just all things that make up a woman, the softness, the sensuality, the fiery, all of it. And while I was with her, I became this native American woman that I've become the last couple of ceremonies. Um, she has two really long braids. I'm not sure if I'm becoming an ancestor or if I, I'm a past life version of myself. I know I'm 17% Aztec. And in this uh, woman's life, whether it was an ancestor or me, because we carry the trauma of our ancestors until it's healed, there was a man that's, that's in my life now uh, that I saw um, that this woman had been raped by in this past life, whether it was whatever this was, because oftentimes this can also be metaphor. So whether it was his past life self and my past life self, because oftentimes we also, until karma is cleared, we continue to show up in each other's lives. But I saw that, that there was this rape and that in this life, that he's clearing that karma with how he treats me in this life. And uh, I put my hand on his heart and I forgave him. And I cleared that karma with him. And then I was initiated into my Aztec warrior spirit. And the, the shaman said that uh, she kept seeing me. She was seeing me as this as well. And then I was like taking off this like Aztec Mayan mask and like showing her my power and then putting it back on. And, and then I went back to my mat and... There was still some pain in my heart space, but I figured, you know, I'm here for two nights. It's going to be clear throughout. And a week or two before the ceremony, I uh, had found out that I had made a really sloppy mistake at work. I didn't even know that I made it. So I had found out that I had done this and that my job probably was likely not going to be able to work anymore. And I'd worked this job for 15 years and this was my livelihood. It was how I put my kids through school. I didn't plan on doing it much, much longer, but it was definitely my, my plan for 2022. 
And I had, you know, found out that I made these sloppy mistakes and that I likely wasn't going to be working anymore. And this wasn't throwing me off my center. I wasn't in fear. Surprisingly, I was in full trust, just trusting that space was being made. And the fact that I didn't even know that I made these mistakes and I didn't even have an explanation for them, the only thing that I could really tell myself to be at peace with it is, I guess God just made the, like God had this happen to force me out because I wouldn't have left willingly because these mistakes don't make sense to me. So obviously it's what had to happen. And I also know that I would never steal. Who I am today would never steal. It's not integral. And I also don't want that type of karma with money. I don't want that, like, what we put out, we receive. I'm not going to steal. However, when I was a teenager, I stole a lot. I stole bras. I stole makeup. I stole food. I never stole money. But I stole stuff a lot. And so I think also I felt like, um, well, maybe this is how I clear that karma, um, is, is having to go through this sloppy mistake that I made, um, make up for it, uh, go through this, and, and that's how I cleared karma, with money. Because I've been doing a lot of energetic work with money in the last part of this 2021 so anyhow, my boss showed up for me, one of my bosses on the medicine, and I saw all these cords between us, and I saw basically that I had projected all of my mother wounds onto her. And I think that we do this a lot with our employers, with those in authority as well. We project our mother and father wounds onto them. And basically, I had recreated my relationship with my mother with her. You know, I worked so hard. In 15 years, I never showed up late. I never called in. I was always high sales. I tried to be as dependable as possible. My weight fluctuated and that was always an issue, but I, I did my freaking best. But in, I was doing my best because I wanted to be seen and valued by her because I was projecting my mother onto her and I didn't feel seen and valued by my mother growing up. And so I was recreating this mother wound with her where I was projecting all my mother wounds onto her and then trying to feel seen by her. And so I saw on the medicine all these cords being cut. I also saw that we had some past life karma as well that was a really toxic, dysfunctional dynamic. And this was cleared. The cords were cut. And I thanked her for this opportunity to heal some of my mother wounds through this relationship. And I told her that I was so sorry for projecting that onto her. The night sounds really short, but it was really long. There's a lot of karma clearing, a lot of physical pain in my heart. And I didn't really know what to expect on the second night because it was a pretty rough night. However, on the second night, my sisters, my sister's group, my, my three best friends, my uh, woman's group, the Sisters of the Sacred Rose, were there. And as soon as they arrived, I felt so much bliss. 
there was just a strong, joyful energy. And I instantly felt really ecstatic for the night because I knew that that was going to be there. If you haven't followed my story long enough to know about my combo experience last year, um, I did something called combo, K-A-M-B-O, and it ended up tearing my esophagus. There's a lot to explain here, but basically you drink a lot of water and then you throw up a bunch of, um, you throw up the water and, and the combo and it's too much to explain right now, but it was a very traumatizing experience. My esophagus tore and I almost bled to death in front of my family. It was traumatizing for me and for them. And I never really made, I never really got clarity on why that happened. I didn't know if it was some sort of shamanic or energetic death. I'm not sure, or I wasn't sure. Well, on this night, on the second night, I had no thoughts or intentions or questions around combo. I had, I had left it kind of as what it was. I had built up my trust with the medicine again, but I didn't, I hadn't thought about the combo experience. And, um, you know, typically at ceremony, I take a couple cups, but the shaman gave me such a full cup on my first cup. It was like really, really full. And it kicked in so strong right away that my nervous system was like, holy moly, like the visuals and the, 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 feelings were like so intense. And there was kind of this chuckle of like, oh, you said you missed this. <laughs> but I started to feel like I was going to purge because the medicine was so strong and everyone around me was purging. I could smell it. I could hear it, which was making it worse for me, like trying not to. And I instantly thought of my esophagus tear because I haven't thrown up since then. And I started to feel really, really nervous because I didn't know what could happen. And in the midst of that, I became the combo toad that carries the combo medicine that practitioners um, extract the medicine from. I became the toad and I was going through the torture that it goes through in order for the medicine to be extracted. And it was brutal. I can't even put it into words how, how painful this experience was. I didn't even know why it was being done to me as this toad and it was terrifying and it was traumatizing and it was excruciating and I was kept alive and I, I later found out that um, after ceremony I found out that basically they're like stretched and the medicine is extracted and then they're like infertile for about a year um, at minimum uh, because of how much it fucks with them. So I'm this toad, I'm going through this. And then all of a sudden, the trauma of my experience from the esophagus tear got like sucked out of me. And I became this medicine woman from a past life. Also, listen, I'm going to talk about past lives a lot on this episode. If you don't believe in past lives, look at it, look at it as a metaphor, um, because time is not linear. So our past lives are all happening right now as well. I know that's really confusing and Joe Dispenda describes it in a way that's really easy to understand and digest. But sometimes when we see our past lives or when they come up for us, they could also just work as metaphors. This felt like in a past life, 
I was a medicine woman that would extract the medicine from the toads. And I'm not sure that I knew I was traumatizing the toad, but I wanted its medicine. And so I became this woman <clears throat> while I was feeling the pain of the toads. And I was a apologizing to the toads. And as I was doing that, I was like, oh, it's coming. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come. I'm going to purge. I'm going to throw up. And I put my hand on my heart and I asked the toad, please, can you purge through my butt instead? And with so much compassion and grace, it said yes. And somehow I made it to the bathroom. And I felt like I was in there for a month, you guys. The amount that I purged felt insane and didn't even seem humanly possible. I felt the karma with the frog, but also the trauma of the frog leaving my body. And I could hear all these crazy noises from my stomach. It almost sounded like frogs in pain. And it felt like I lost gallons of liquid through my butt. Like I can't even, it did not seem humanly possible. I don't know how this happened. Um, it was just going and going and going and going. And after a while, I felt so made new and so cleansed, almost like the day you wake up after a week-long sickness and you're so happy to feel normal again. I felt like that, and, and I started to make my way back to my mat, stepping in someone else's purge on the way. And then once I was back on my mat, I was in pure bliss. I was in pure pleasure, which is my word for 2022. It's pleasure. And as I'm in this pleasure, and I had mentioned that the night before I was in this pain of not feeling met by the masculine, feeling lonely, feeling void of pleasure there. So as I'm in this pleasure on my mat, a masculine showed up in this form, it really, it wasn't really him, but what he represents, which is a man of integrity that does inner work, showed up just as a symbol of divine masculine that could meet me. And he came and put his hand on my heart and looked in my eyes and he said, I can meet you. You know, I can. And I just like burst in pure bliss and pleasure and ecstasy. And he then somehow double penetrated me and fucked me into the cosmos. And I felt like the most well-fucked woman. I felt fucked to God. My entire being was accessing God through being fucked. I was in the soil. I was in all parts of the earth. I was pure bliss. This was the most pleasure I have ever experienced and then the the male the male shaman uh, started singing and all the bliss went away and I all of a sudden felt so terrorized by his voice and I felt contempt for the masculine so much that my lip was curling up on the left side dramatically like a cartoon I had planned on going to the female shaman because my healing with her the night before was so powerful but I knew in this moment I had to go to him to clear this. When he offered healings, I was, I was ready. 
but my best friend said her name immediately, like before he even finished his sentence. And I knew in that moment she was needing a healing for the exact same thing. And she was purging so much. It didn't even sound possible for one little body. She actually sounded like she was being murdered. It was, it was awful. And, you know, the shaman had mentioned earlier to like stay in your own lane. But I was like, uh-uh, not with her. I need to be here. I need to be supporting her. And so I was sending her so much love, support, and healing, but especially gratitude because I knew she was purging this for all women, not just for her. I could feel it being purged back from my body. And so I was just sending her so much gratitude. It wasn't just her anger. It was all of our anger collectively, us women towards the masculine. And the next day she said that she, she felt my gratitude, um, being sent to her. It was so crazy to witness, but also so beautiful to see her doing that work. And I just celebrated what she was doing for all women. I wasn't even sure I needed a healing at this point because it felt like she did it for both of us, for all of us. But I knew that there was still something personal in my womb space. So while I waited for the shaman to become available again for a healing, I started to weep in gratitude at the fact that my sister's group was there, my sisters of the Sacred Rose, the four of us doing all this healing work on a quantum level for our ancestors, for our future generations, for all women. It was like nothing I had ever experienced. This, this connection, this intimacy this love, to sit alongside each other, each doing such beautiful energetic work. And I was overflowing with gratitude for each of them. Crying in gratitude at how beautiful this is. And I went through and kissed each of their feet, one having such a saintly energy, one such a playful, sweet energy, one having such an earthy, rooted energy. I truly felt, is there anything more beautiful than this sisterhood? And I've, I have been calling this in and, and craving this for so long. And certain friendships had to fall away that didn't serve my highest good. And I had to be really clear on what I wanted in my friendships. And the fact that it was here and that we were sitting alongside each other like this. Ugh. Just pure gratitude. And then some pain came up as I heard the question within me, what would this feel like in partnership? But I also felt compassion and gratitude for my partner's song. His song is different. His song is showing up to every soccer game. His song is showing up. And the whole night had a theme of gratitude. And I had asked to shift into quantum success, which is also staying in gratitude. It's the highest energetic state is gratitude. Looking at what you want, not what you don't want. But still, I, I had this craving for this in my sacred union. And then I started to listen to the male and female shaman singing together and I could see their voices energetically weaving this beautiful song. And it was so beautiful. 
My soul then moved into ecstasy and gratitude for the fact that it has a body, that it has a heart, that it can love my children, that it has a chance to be here. I was overflowing with gratitude and bliss and ecstasy, just crying with joy that I was alive. My soul was so happy to have a body, to experience pleasure and love through this body. The male shaman then made himself available again. And I told him that I was feeling a lot of content, content and annoyance towards the masculine and that I wanted to also step further into my gifts this year. He then extracted all this toxic masculinity from my womb space, not just others, but my own toxic masculinity. And I literally felt like he stitched me up. My stomach felt completely tightened and almost like I went from bloat to a six pack. And I actually thought I was going to have a six pack the next day. And then I felt initiated by him in the way that he, from the masculine, healed this masculine wounding that had been done to me by men taking advantage of me or simply not showing up, not being able to meet me, whatever it was. I was then healed by this man that does the work. And in doing so, I was then initiated into taking this healing from this man to take it to other women's womb spaces and yoni spaces and to play my drum. I saw myself like playing my drum and singing to their wombs and to their yonis to remove this type of trauma from the masculine, to sing to those parts of them. I saw myself like blowing on their wombs, on their yonis, and energetically with consent, of course, removing it through my hands. And the medicine or great spirit said, yeah, this is weird, but you're one of those who aren't afraid to put yourself out there and to be weird. This work is needed. Go do it. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to market that, <laughs> but I'm, I'm now um, available for it and navigating that. Uh, then the shaman and I hugged for a little bit and I went back to my mat. And the rest of the night was just really beautiful. The spirit of money showed up and at first it was a toxic dynamic where it was molesting me, but I was allowing it because I wanted money. And then I turned and looked in its eyes and I said that I wanted to change our dynamic. And then we went into this very flirty, romantic dynamic where we danced sensually and then it made love to me. And I fell asleep in the midst of this because of how peaceful and content I felt. And then I woke up later to everyone singing at the end of the night and I was just in so much bliss. The shaman the next day said that as he did healings, on the toxic masculinity that was in our bodies, he felt it heal in him as well. And healing us, he healed himself. Um, he shared that he'd grown up with a narcissistic father and that he had become that at some point and felt stuck in it, felt controlled by it. And he felt it heal as he healed it in us. And I just feel so in awe. Like how incredible is it that as we each heal, we all heal. And that... When we heal someone else, we're healing that same thing in ourselves. 
Mm. I'll also share that uh, my boss ended that boss ended up calling me uh, a day or two later, completely unexpected, and the energy in the call was different than we've ever had with each other. It was really clean and she basically said that she wanted to move forward, move on from this mistake and move forward and that she was going to continue to use me. And I 100% feel and believe that it's because those, the karma was cleared, the, the cords were cut and the dynamic was switched. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so interesting for me to, to think about that. Um, I think also, you know, in that experience, I owned up to my mistake. I didn't deny it. I didn't have an explanation, but I stayed in my integrity. I did not stoop to blaming. I did not um, deny anything or or try to lie, but I stood firm in who I know I am. And, uh, I stayed integral. And I think that that also helped cut those cords and, and helped, uh, clear that karma and, and helped change that dynamic as well. And I'm so thankful for the medicine and for great spirit and to go into 2022. I'll also say that I had this goal of doubling my income in 2022. So it felt like this like cosmic giggle that I was probably losing my job a week before 2022 started. And it was almost like this like trust exercise. You know, when I found out that I was going to continue to be able to work, it, it just felt like, like I could take a deep breath. It wasn't like, Oh, well, but this was shown to me. So I don't know, like there was no questioning of whether or not I was giving my power up through all that had been experienced. It, it felt like, whew, it just, it felt good. So I don't know if I'm articulating, articulating that in the right way, um, but I'm sure I, I feel you get it. So I'm so excited for 2022. I'm not going to be naive or ignorant to say that like 2022 is going to feel the way that this night felt just be full of pleasure and be a cakewalk. I know that oftentimes right after a breakthrough or right after feeling like you'd reached some sort of enlightenment that you realize you're really back at the beginning and <laughs> there's more, more around the corner, more stuff, more hurdles. But even as I recount all these memories to you from this night, my body feels in full gratitude and pleasure. My soul feels ecstatic that it has a body. My yoni feels really pleasurable and juicy. And I want to continue to go back to this night and live this year from this place. And I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for, you know, with this podcast, it's been really hard to start over and to build the numbers. And there's at times when I think like, is this even, does this matter? Is this doing anything? Is this helping anyone? And I may not have a ton of downloads, but I do have listeners 
who have fully stepped onto the growth path or tried out medicine or tried out certain therapies because they were exposed to it through this podcast and their lives were changed. So I know, yes, this podcast matters. Even if there weren't that many listeners, those who are listening are really listening. And I feel grateful for that. So thankful that you guys are here and tuned in with me. As always, I'll thank the affiliates as well. The best toys for sex and for self-pleasure at dameproducts.com. Code Jade gets 15% off. They have a lot of products, but the one that I truly vouch for is the suction toy. It's a powerful arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. It's called the AIR, A-E-R. It creates thrilling pulses of air in a soft seal around your clitoris, or what I like to call my bliss button. So you can go all the way, right away, as many times as you want, because you will have multiple orgasms very quickly. Just focus on your breath. Let it happen. What I like to do, again, that's code Jade for 15% off. But what I like to do is... I use my pleasure wand or my yoni egg from wands, W-A-A-N-D-S.com, code Jade for a discount there as well. So what I do is I um, get myself ready, get myself loose, and then I put in my wand or my yoni egg. And while that's in there, I'll use my um, my little bliss button, air, A-E-R, um, clit sucker. And, um, gosh, together they are the dynamic duo. So amazing. And it's my favorite combo. Uh, and then all things hemp, all things, uh, CBD at directhemp.com, a better way to CBD. They have a ton of variety of products. I love the body butter and the nighttime gummies code Jade for a discount there. And then higher dose infrared products. I love the woman who created this product and love supporting them. I love the infrared uh, face mask. I love the bioenergy mat and the sauna blanket. Everything is amazing. I'm saving up for the actual two-person sauna. Code JADE75 for $75 off. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being on this journey with me. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a review. I would, Guys, I would love to hear what you would like to hear more of this year, what type of guests, what guests specifically, what type of episodes. I'd love to hear about all of that. Um, please put it in the review section. I do read those. They mean the world to me. And it does make a difference when, when you leave a review. Or share an episode with a friend if you feel so called. You can also join me on Instagram at Undamed and Unashamed Podcast. As always, be a light, stay open, and remember, you belong here.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.